10-28 and Week 8. A lot of big games this week, including the Colts and Titans. The showdown. We have a Halloween NFL Sunday this week, this year. Spooky season. Kind of what I is don't that? Remember that at all? What does that mean? Does that mean like a lot of upsets? Is that like a lot of injuries oh, coming? What's going to be I spooky? Just, uh, I see this just as a normal week, you know. Just kind of okay. <laughs> Yoli has no fun. Uh, all right. Uh, I think spooky season. So that means. Watch out for like scary players like Derrick Henry. Ooh, it's not good for the Colts. Let's talk about <laughs> the Colts matchup that we have this week. Divisional game two against the Titans. This is the game of the year, hundred million percent. In my opinion, it's loose. Until it gets and to we're the not. Place. I mean, yeah. If in my opinion, that, though, if we lose this game, we're not making the playoffs. But because I just see all the other games good. we have, and like. I mean, I've said it on the all the other episodes, but we have the three teams that we still have: the Bucks, the uh, Cardinals, and the Bills. I just don't see our defense not getting carved up by those teams, which is how we lost against Baltimore late. Yeah, so that's, that's already more losses. But we're not going to start straight into the conversation about losing. We have a big matchup, and yep. let's just go over the keys of how we win this game and keep our playoff hopes alive. So, basically, I put down three ways I think we can succeed against the Titans. Um, looking at the Titans, one of the one things I did look at, this isn't in order, but um, that the way the Jets beat the Titans was they threw it deep. You could tell because the receivers had a lot of receiving yards, and I'm pretty sure Zach Wilson threw for three touchdowns that game. And I that's the way it looks like you need to beat them because who else they lose to? It was the Cardinals, and obviously they're throwing deep shots, so... Which correlates perfectly because that's been the huge success of the Colts' offense the last like f- three, four weeks. Yeah, keep doing that. It's going to be the play action off of Taylor. So feed Taylor the ball and use those play action plays to your advantage. And that's going to basically be the number one thing. How do we stop Derrick Henry? You don't. You slow him down a little bit, maybe. But uh, I don't know. That's, that's the one bright spot in the Colts' defense is their 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 run defense. The run yeah. defense is usually pretty is. pretty good. It's the where the Colts' defense gets exposed. It's lack of pass rush and then coverage. But yep, yeah. I think like Yoli said, like Derrick Henry's going to get his. You just got to try to slow him down. You can't can't let him get you know five or six yards a carry, especially not on first second down. Right. He's getting yeah. like two three touchdowns a game. I know, and his last couple of weeks, he's gotten those huge, him too. along with Jonathan Taylor, he's he's gotten those huge runs, like that one huge run a game. Him and Jonathan oh Taylor bird. have both been getting it, um, so that'll that'll eat up in it for sure. But yeah, because he got like 143 or 153 last week, I believe. Okay, yeah, man, he, only, he he had 86 against Kansas. Oh, 86 City. against Kansas City. Yeah, he had he had 58 against Arizona week one. So another thing about the games they played, the only game Tannehill has thrown for more than one touchdown was against the Colts. Yeah, and that's and, what I want to talk about Ryan Tannehill because even the last time we played him early in the season, he torched us on the on the ground. And again, there was a lot of those rollouts. He had five for fifty six. He had a twenty eight yarder, and that was just a lot of their play action. The What'd you say? Could he pay play that game? Uh, I don't think so. I think that was during the time he was out for that little stretch. And you got to also realize the Colts really were more in that game. I think that if Carson Wentz wasn't so injured, like we saw him roll out, um, we had, I think it was at least two turnovers because there was two picks thrown to us. 
And that um, was the game where you you win the turnover margin by that much, and you lose by two by two scores. Like, how is that even remotely possible? That's how it went in Nashville for us, week three. So if we can execute, I'm I like I don't remember completely that game, but I'm betting you we didn't convert in the, the red zone, and that's probably what happened. Um, just knowing the season, well, but also, I think we just that was the big problem with the Rams game. It was also Carson Wentz, obviously two two sprains. That yeah. was the two yeah. sprain game. That was the fresh <laughs> off the injury against the Rams, not mm-hmm. knowing all week if you're gonna go, and he goes out there with two blocks on his ankles and tape, and is stuck in mud. What worries me is just like the Colts are obviously been on the up and up with their uh, two game win streak, and um, so are the Titans though. Yeah, and look at who uh, they've beaten and how they've yeah, beaten them. They're coming off. They got. They've. Got, they've got three in a row. You know. They blew out Jacksonville. They obviously want to close one in Buffalo. It came down to the wire, but then they blew out Kansas City. Yeah. And and what worries me is that Tannehill is like slowly came on during this stretch. Um, and so is AJ Brown. AJ Brown uh, passed uh, against Buffalo. He had ninety one, which you know, you know, it's not anything crazy. But before that, he had been super quiet. For being one of the better wide receivers, and then last I think AJ Brown, when he played the Colts, I believe he got hurt, like the beginning of the game, and he was like, when he came out at halftime, he wasn't even dressed. I think that was the game. Um, Yeah. And Julio, I'm pretty sure did pretty good. I mean, he only was three for 47 when he played us, but we got beat by Nick Westbrook. Rob, I remember that guy and Jeremy Nicholas in the red zone. I want to go, I I like want to go back to what Corbin said for. about AJ Brown because I don't think we even heard him. He he's coming off a eight for one thirty three game against the Chiefs. That's insane. And you know how yeah. the how the Colts defense is about getting picked on by a hot receiver, especially with the health we've had to our cornerbacks and now our safeties with Julian Blackman out. So just just Can something to keep off? an eye on is Tannehill and AJ Brown kind of brewing up. I think Julio it Jones is slated to play, important. but we'll see. Well, it's going one hundred and five. Just going back on AJ Brown, he like I said uh, against Buffalo, ninety-one, uh, Kansas City, one thirty-three. He's one of the better receivers in the league, but he's just now starting to come on. And I know I think part of that is Tannehill starting to come on a little bit too, because before those two games, his season high was forty-nine, and that was Week One. Yeah. So, you know, I, like I said, it, the Colts are on the up and up, but they're also catching the Titans that are on the up and up too. The Titans are starting to look like a playoff team like what we thought they were going to be. And the Colts are starting to get there. I don't think they're completely what we thought they were going to be, obviously, because the defense is lacking a lot more than we thought at the beginning of the season. But we all knew the Titans would probably be a, a solid team, obviously competing for the division, and they're really starting to look like that now. The huge matchup to look forward is our offensive line is looking to have the whole starters for the first time this season. Um, Brady Smith finally a full practice today. And Tennessee's defensive line, has been red hot in this win streak that they've had, taking down these huge teams. And Danico Autry coming back to Lucas Oil. Um, he's coming off two sacks against the Chiefs. Um, so just watch sacks. out for their pass run. Yeah, as a team. Yeah. So like, it's, was that their key? Was that their key to success against the Chiefs? Was the pass rush? I mean, that's anyone's key to success, especially with their yeah. young offensive line and their just trash defense in general with the Chiefs. But just watch Mahomes for the had... watch for that that lineup in the trenches uh, this week, and then with the Colts' defensive line, um, Pay and DeForest Buckner. Two things. One is before I say this, I just want to say this: Josh Gordon plays for the Chiefs. I didn't know that. Um, two 
Patrick Mahomes had 35 rushing yards, which if I'm right, that's a little more than what he usually gets. So I'm assuming that pass rush really got there, and that's forcing him out of the pocket. Yeah. So hoping that Carson Wentz, you know, goes out there and he runs like he did last week, that's going to be be a good matchup to see. So. Here, here's a stat for you last game against the Chiefs. They had 18 total pressures over the whole game. So, I mean, we know what happens when the Colts O-line gets beat. Eric Fisher's been kind of getting exposed on the left side. Um, hopefully Carson Wentz, Good thing he's healthy. Good thing this isn't another two sprained ankles. He has shown the ability to be mobile, but um, he, he might have to do the same thing Patrick Mahomes had to kind of extend plays, escape, and he might have to eat a couple sacks too. I don't know. As long as yeah. he's not doing that little shuffle pass, I think we'll be all right. Listen, was we're not going. Mm. Yoli doesn't know. We're not going to talk about it. And he I, I, I want to talk pass. about it because 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 I want to see what Yoli's talking about. You talking about shuffle pass against. He did it last week against the Niners. The Niners wasn't even a real one, bro. It was a fumble. Oh, it looked like a pass, though. It looked like it's a replay. Pass. Replay shows the ball. It didn't look like a pass, actually. The, the, it say, if you're saying what it looked like, it looked like a fumble, which is why it wasn't a pass. The dude, it got the ball got slapped out of his hands. Oh, I was go it wasn't even ruled an interception. They ruled it a fumble because it wasn't. A, it wasn't a pass. Well, regardless, it was the same concept. Uh, the first one was yeah, stupid. The first one was yeah, first absolutely one was terrible. Um, Aaron Donald blew up Jack Doyle on that play too, which didn't really help his case. But the second one was not a shovel pass. If if he wouldn't have got fumbled, it would have been a wide open touchdown. But because Zach Pascal yeah. was right behind him. Um, talking. Let's go a little bit to the Colts. The yeah, he does have one pick, which is compared to last year, he led the league in picks and didn't even play the whole season. One pick is from that shovel pass, ain't it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And now, what, I think Pat Mahomes is leading in interceptions? I would imagine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Pat Mahomes, is lead, he, has, he has a lot in uh, not helping my fantasy team at all. So we talked a little, a little bit way. about the Colts' deep balls, how we needed to kind of tie the deep ball. It yeah. looks like T.Y. Hilton should play. Um, I know it's a little bit more likely than last week in San Francisco. So um, and we saw the only game he's played this season – um, against the Texans, he had that 50-something yard bomb up. from Wentz. Exactly. So if we want the deep ball, and looking like him and Michael Pittman are going to keep continuing to take shots, that's even helpful for them because T.Y. is going to take some of that uh, attention off Pittman. So I can see, I can also, see Carson Wentz having a big game. I think you just said it. But, yeah, T.Y., when he's on the field, he definitely does help alleviate. Like, it helps the other receivers get open more. Yeah, and that's why we struggle as an offense so much statistically. Like, historically, our record when T.Y. is not on the field – um, is terrible, and I think that's a big reason why is we don't have like a set number two, especially before Pittman did. So we didn't have Hilton, like nobody really was able to step up. So. I think yeah. I, I figured out like so basically what I think another game plan they should have going into this game is the Colts should like if you're lining up, you got Pittman on one side or Pittman on one side, then Ty Hilton on the other side, right? So I think what you do is like knowing Ty is so fragile as he is right now, I would. When you run that ball, I would hammer Pittman's side because Pittman's a good blocker. Oh, yeah. um, I don't see T.Y. out there blocking too much. But, like, if you're doing that, for one, you got the corner spread out there. And I, I think that's a good idea. Is just I just thought about it. Like, just keep running the Pittman side. and well, throw, a, throw Pascal in there. He's a really good run blocker, too. When he... That's why we've. That's a big reason he's why he's block. still on the roster is his run blocking ability. Well, let's be honest too. I mean, I know I know what you're saying, but he 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 definitely uh contributes in the passing game too. Like a lot more Especially than in the red zone. A lot more than I would have thought 2 years ago. Agreed. Um he's so kind of he had a lot of touchdowns early, but he's kind of slowed down the last couple of weeks. I want to see him get more touchdowns. 
which he's kind of slowed down, but Pittman's kind of yeah, kind of. I feel I feel like one of them so far the year. It's been Pascal first half so far, and Pittman the second half. But it seems like one of them usually has a pretty decent game, and the other one has one or two I mean, catches. He's, just, he's built different, basically. Like literally, he's just bigger, and he's and he wants the like, ball. That's why he don't he's, he's, he's balls. He's gonna come. He up goes up fifty fifty. He's gonna grab it. Oh, it makes me so happy for real. So what are your what's let's just give give the prediction right now. Um we can do pickems later, but for this game specifically, what do you think is gonna go down on Sunday? Ooh, I didn't really exactly do my whole you know, algorithm thing, which um I think I'm gonna say Colts come down with this one because I think really last game they could have beat him if Carson Wentz was healthy. So it's gonna be Colts. I don't know about a score prediction yet because that's it's, yeah. it's gonna be weird. Where is the game? This one's in Indy. In Indy? Yeah. I, I say, I don't know the score, but I'll, I'll pick Colts on this one. <clears throat> I just I think they could get the dub. It's hard to make a prediction because the Colts' offense has looked phenomenal, and our defenses look spotty, but they're able to be getting these really timely turnovers, which is, I think is another big way we win this game. Um, like like we said earlier, we had all I think we had three turnovers to Tennessee zero, and we still lost the Week Three matchup. That's wild. But um. But Tennessee is hot right now. They're based on the last like three weeks, maybe four weeks. They're the hottest team in the AFC, um, no. even over Buffalo because they beat Buffalo um, in Buffalo, Jets, I believe. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was in Tennessee. They did lose to the Jets, and I really wish they lost all the other games. But Tennessee oh, is sick. red hot. This is I don't but know. You know, like you know the Colts they, are favored though, right? Or, At least they were this morning. The Colts How are, in that? I know the Colts the are one point no. favorites this morning. No, I think on our pick them, it has Tennessee, but I just did our pick them like a few hours ago. Okay, good. Because I didn't understand it because it was they were out this morning, they were one point and it made like logical no, logically no sense. But I don't know what it is currently, but I'll give my prediction. I think I think the Colts can can steal it and keep just make this make the season keep it more interesting. Um, see if we can ride again or with the Titans, yeah, towards the race to to the AFC titles. Corbin, what about you? Trying to be as unbiased as possible because I think it's the so Colts tough. do have a shot. I think they have a shot, but I just like I don't know. It's hard for me to unbiasedly say the Colts. Like I, I do kind of think it's it's not really a toss up, but I do think both teams can win. But I think, like you said, I just think the Titans are so hot right now that it's. It's gonna be a tough game for Colts, so I I might I think I'm leaning leaning Titans, but I think the Colts do have a shot, but they're just gonna to have to play. You so know, that offense is gonna be have to be on point. It is. And, I think I mean, comes close Need it. Which, which our, we, we don't which have our any. offense has done that. Um, especially yeah. I mean Miami was an easy win. Houston was a no win, but in that game in Baltimore. There was a lot of times where I thought our de- like because our defense was getting trashed. I, there was a lot of times late in that game um, that I thought oh the offense gosh. wouldn't be able to drive the field know. and kick those potential field goals, and they did. So our offense has been looking hot, but it's just it's the it defense that's the defense that game. Yeah, of course they, it was. They, our defense is what like, really like just has me just nervous. And you know how we do against historically like good offenses, especially Tannehill's on the projection, and obviously Derrick Henry. Well, and I was going to say, too, like the offense has to be on point. But on it, so far, there's not really, other than earlier in the season when Wentz was facing, obviously, two sprains. And then kind of those first couple weeks, 
like going into it was kind of prepared for the offense to be a little slow because his wins hadn't had a you know a training camp or a preseason. But you know the last four five weeks, it's like I mean, there's no reason to think the offense won't be up point. They've played good defenses. Baltimore's right. yeah, got a yeah. solid defense. San Francisco's got a solid defense. They were able to do what they did against that San Francisco defense in that crazy weather. They were still taking bombs downfield, mm-hmm. doing all kinds of stuff. So they're they gotta What's, feel good being back in a, in Lucas Oil this week. What's your favorite by two points? That's so wild. And the over under is fifty one, which is per, the only right now. The Packers and Cardinals game is lower than that. So, dang. Um, I think that's that's the highest game this week, except for the Giants, Giants and uh, Chiefs. That's a this is a dude. It's such a big matchup this week. Can, okay, can we do one last Colts discussion about? Let's say Corbin's prediction is right, and Tennessee comes in here and squashes our Halloween pumpkins. How do we make the playoffs if we lose this game? I I am with Yoli. I do not think we get into the playoffs. Okay, so the thing is. No, I think I think we still have a chance because there's no I don't know I don't see this is a hard one. We have a lot of like guaranteed W's on the schedule, but then we have Bills, Bucks, Raiders, Cardinals. That's four more potential losses when we're if we lose to Tennessee, we'll already be at five. You go eleven if we go eleven and six or. 12 and 5 or 10 and 7. I just don't see a possible way of being that record and not making it. I understand that there's a lot of teams that are doing really good right now. It's just, I don't know. I don't see, one, I don't see the Raiders balling out the rest of the year. I don't see the Patriots, I mean, the Patriots maybe, but. Nah. I don't see the Browns. Patriots are one of those teams you just, they could compete. You got the Steelers at 3 and 3. They're. The Steelers yeah, are still Steelers. there too, and, and I don't know who they have, but the Steelers can easily be a wild card team if they can just stay Steelers healthy on offense. Browns this week, a couple games go our way, and the the Ravens and Bengals lose some. We could be back in the in the race. Because Raiders, Bengals, Steelers, who else? Either the Browns, Browns or the Ravens. One of those, whoever doesn't win that division, is also going to be fighting for that wild card. The Colts. I just. There's a lot of teams. There's not even a guarantee that if we win this week, we're going to win the division because Tennessee, this would be Tennessee's only loss when because they're not going to lose to the Jags or the Texans played, either. You said you said Colts play Raiders, Cardinals, and Bills. And the Bucks. And the Bucks. I mean, that's four playoff teams right there so far. And with this team, we haven't beat a playoff team since last year was the Packers, and I think we've played like – Six, seven, or eight since then, and we've lost. You gotta keep in. You gotta keep in mind, though. Like I understand that close games don't mean anything if you don't win them. But I mean, if we're playing close with the Ravens and Rams, I mean, Ravens did lose to the Bengals, but especially the Rams, we're losing by three points to them. Like, I know what you're saying, but that's still an L in the in the in the record that gets you further away from getting into the playoffs. I think. I think what Jax is saying though is like it shows we can. Kind of compete with those top talent teams, though. Yeah, no, I and definitely agree. Think about this: if we I, beat I the Titans, think... if we beat the Titans. That will put us up so much higher because the thing is, the Titans. What are they right now? Like a top three, four team, like in the not AFC? the best in the AFC. Like, yeah, yeah, they're probably top three, four. And that's in the league. So I mean, if the Colts beat the Titans, and then we're like, oh shit, like. Colts are actually doing something with it. Beating the, I'm trying to look at their schedule again. What's the who we play after the Titans? 
the yeah. Jets and the Jags are our next two after them. I don't know if that's that order, but I was I was thinking we we're playing the Bills quicker. I was gonna be like, we beat the Titans, and then all of a sudden we come around and like miraculously win against the Bills. And we're up there at the top of the league. Like, well, no, what's really good for us if we if we beat Tennessee this week, then we have two easy ones to go to add two more to this already. One. It's three straight home games, by the way. It's all about yeah, and it's all home. So, but like, like I was saying, it's not even a guarantee that we win this division if we if we beat the Titans because I don't see the Titans losing to the Jags or Houston either, and they still have them a couple more times. So we'll be. I don't know how the tiebreaker works. This is a huge game, dude. And this Tennessee is... has beaten Kansas City, and they've beaten Buffalo, so they have those kind of tiebreakers if they're needed later on with those other top teams as well, like AFC record wise. If we lose the Titans, what I gotta say is this: other than winning these easy cheesy games, we gotta. If we lose the Titans, we gotta beat these AFC teams that compete, like the Raiders, Patriots, and Bills. Yeah. That's just like we're gonna make it. I I know I've said it, and I, I agree with Yoli. I personally don't think that we're gonna make the playoffs, but it's not gonna be like it's a zero percent if we lose to the Titans. We're just gonna put ourselves in just such an unnecessary hole. That's just gonna suck to watch us watch it play out to end the season. You pretty much have to go perfect the rest of the year if you lose against the Titans. To to really yeah, I mean, solidify already, the playoffs, perfect. Yeah, but you really almost have to go perfect as it is already to to solidify it. Yep, because the, the worst record the worst record I've seen make the playoffs is what eight and eight maybe. Yeah, I mean that that that'll just come down to how the other teams are in the league as well. What were you saying, Corbin? Yeah. I was just gonna say, I think like. This game is huge, obviously, but what really amplified it is definitely that Ravens game. Yeah, Colts can come away with that Ravens game. They're in so much better position, and obviously this would still be a huge game, but it wouldn't be – I don't think it would be that bad because let's say the rest of the, they beat the Ravens and the rest of the season goes out normal up, to, up until this point. You know, lost to the Titans just drops you to 4-4. Four four, yep. Which a lot of these other teams that are still potentially playoff teams that probably aren't going to win the division are kind of sitting around that same spot, you know, right around that 500. So I think that uh, I think the Ravens' loss is just um, it's just definitely hurts. definitely hurt. Yeah. What really yeah. sucks is the is the Titans' record. Like they're not losing games either. We need them to kind of get closer to us in the standings here. But they, the two games we needed them to lose, they beat. So they're sitting at five and two. We're sitting at three and four. Even the record itself is going to get hairy down the wire if we don't win. And they keep winning. They have the Rams next week too, so that'll be interesting. They'll probably win that one because we need them to lose. Fun fact: Carson Wentz is four and one on week eight. Nice, thank you, Jackson. Courtesy of Tyler <laughs> Stats. Like, uh, they say it's cool. I'm trying to find Tannehill's week. Stats. So that was a beefy Colts discussion. Let's transition now. I have a link on the document if you guys want to pull it up, or we can just talk about them. We've talked about it on the podcast before, and I didn't have time to go back and write our our first responses down. But we're gonna go through the top the QB pass catcher duos in the league and just kind of see how they're this standing year? this year. Um, and because a lot of these are who like, we've like said, some of them we didn't say, and they're kind of turning some heads. So I'll start it Joe off. Burrow? Yeah, we got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, who this this has them ranked one. I think this is extremely recency bias because lately they've been popping off. But yeah. um, I mean, you, you can't say that they're not. They're dominant and they're carrying. They're, I can't say they're top 
I can't say they're number one. I wouldn't put them over Rodgers and first, Adams. I, that's the first one I was thinking. Was that's Rogers the number one in the Adams. league, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. And it's going to show tonight. Hey, you? Uh, Rodgers and Devontae Adams? Oh, hell not. No, they're not even. No. Who's number one? Stafford and Cup. What are you talking about? Nah. Has, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, but. How? Not cup. It's close. I feel like it's so close, and it all comes down to just opinion who you ask. I mean, you can even say Mahomes and Hill. Not except, not really this year, but like, I mean, they're up there. Overall, yeah. I say I'm. I'm I guess I'm going to be biased towards Rodgers and Adams. Some quarterbacks. What'd you say? Huh? Yeah. What do you say? Has more touchdowns than some of these quarterbacks. He has. He has nine touchdowns. More than Tannehill. I know that. Who does? Cooper Cup. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're they're dominant on here. It has them least list a second. I wouldn't put Burrow and Jamar Chase as number one. They're definitely a top, and they've uh, definitely exceeded five. a lot of expectations. They're leading the division right now. We just talked about how important it is to lead a division, and they're getting massive W's. Um, then we have Stafford and Cup. Corbin, what? Who's your number one duo? I think the I think number one and number two. I think as far as the groups are right, but I think I would agree with Jaxel. I think I would have Stafford and Cup at one, but I would definitely have Burrow and Jamar Chase number two. Okay. okay. I think I think I think those are by far the top two so far this year. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. For one, Joe Burrow. I think the the thing here is we're not leaning towards Joe Burrow as much, but Jamar Chase has over 700 yards in these first seven games, and that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, for he's a, averaging for a rookie for as well. This guy's a rookie. I think. Yeah, I think that's he set some kind of record with that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Or, or was he really close? I think it's all did. time. Like, yeah, I think he did set it. Yeah. 754 yards off 35 completions with six touchdowns. That's an average of 21.5 yards per reception through seven weeks. So it's not a two-week thing. It's it's a quarter of the season. A hundred wow. eight yards or something so, like that. I'm not trying to discredit or discount them at all, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being biased. I mean, I would agree. I'm with or you, though. I'd, I'd put Rodgers and Adams, but like Stafford and Cup have obviously been doing some insane things this year as well. Apparently, Matthew Stafford's the NFL's, NFL's highest passer rating and completion percentage. On deep passes to Cup, minimum ten passes has unlocked another level. Yeah, and then you said Cup isn't Cup leading the league in receiving? Yeah. yeah, he is. Him and Jamar Chase are one and two, so that's kind of why not like not just a simple like Cup is a little bit higher than Jamar Chase in receiving yards, and that's why I would have him number two. Is not only that, but I mean Stafford's probably top five for MVP right now. Yeah. So to me. That duo right there, you got the leading receiver and probably top five, maybe even top three MVP candidate. I think that's kind of hard not to have number one. But like I said, I, then I definitely think Joe Burrow and Chase are two. I mean, Cooper Cup, Jackson said it, but his touchdowns are actually insane because Devontae Adams only has three touchdowns. Jamar Chase has six. Cooper Cup's sitting at nine. Yep, he's balling, man. Cooper Cup was – I mean, he's even been good for, like, the past, like, four Yeah, this isn't a, a one-season thing for Cooper Cup. The thing is, is, I think he's been injured, like, most of the season. I don't know if it was last year, but the year before. Maybe both years he was injured most of the season. And he hasn't had Matthew Stafford, tell you that. That's what literally the beginning of the year, baby. <laughs> I just – I love to hear it and see it. And I keep yeah. thinking, like, with, with 
Who was their quarterback? Uh, Jared, with Jared Goff balling out there, there's no way Stafford wasn't going to like put up some numbers with these receivers. So Yeah. Let's go down the list of some other 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 ones in the top ones. Obviously, there's still Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins we haven't talked about. They're on the number one team in the uh, league, the undefeated team right now. I like I like that. Uh, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of connections with Kyler Murray. Like I just know Kyler Murray in general has been balling out. Yeah. D Hop, I know his start. Like I I haven't really seen much of D Hop. I know he's probably doing like D Hop things, but uh, D Hop. I just haven't seen it. On the list of the top receiving stats. He's 26th, 33 reception or 420 yards, seven touchdowns. So he's getting touchdowns, um, but not, not putting up those massive games that he's getting. Yeah. So uh, what, that's what I was. I think this is another one though, where D Hop is obviously having a good year. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not, but you have an MVP. You have probably Kyler's probably the head lead for MVP right now. Yeah, I would say so. So you know that kind of. You know, it's going to move you up in this list a little bit when you're at least one of the players in MVP conversation or being a top. Yeah, know, I mean, Hopkins had six touchdowns all last year, and he has seven right now. That's actually wild. That's actually crazy. I didn't, that's wild. When it comes to that's converting when they absolutely must, Murray and Hopkins have been money, tying with Carson Wentz and Mo Cox for the most short touchdown completions on third down really? on any pairing in the league. Shout out Wentz and Mo a- Cox, baby. There's a good amount of targets on that Cardinals team too, with Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, and uh, AJ Green as well. Yeah, Zach Bay Ertz, Bay when you got it wrong. Zach what? Ertz as well, yeah. It's Carson Wentz and former college basketball player <laughs> Morelli Cox. Put the audio from the tweet in there. Have you seen the uh, the Simpsons thing where he's like? That's what oh, he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Other ones. I mean, we mentioned Rodgers and Adams, Tom Brady and Mike Evans. We haven't talked about. Uh I feel like this one's kind of overrated. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I don't care about the Bucks enough to even worry about Brady. Like the I know Bucks. they're gonna keep winning. They'll probably be in the Super Bowl. I'll worry about them later, to be honest. Mike like Evans actually is balling out. Hold up, he's got five. He's got seven touchdowns as well. And has a he has a handful of 100 yard games, but yeah. he did have a two for 27 yard game two weeks ago. So he had three touchdowns. Last week against the Bears, I did not know that. Hey, they had a lot of short field positions though. Bears kept turning it over. We have Justin Herbert and Mike Williams out in Los Angeles. Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, who the Colts know all about that one. Jesus. <laughs> Colts game could damn near be the only reason they're on the list. Yeah. Hollywood Brown. This says in the I final think. 10 minutes of regulation in that game, Andrews caught two touchdown passes, two two-point conversions. I mean, they just made it easy for him. How far on the list? Oh, they don't even got Michael Pittman and Carson Wentz. I'm putting Michael Pittman Jr. and Carson Wentz on this list. Because, man, it's a bold take. how is that bold? I did talk oh. about recency bias with the Bear or with yeah. the Bengals. I mean, this is the same thing, but you can't not mention it. I don't see how they don't put Hollywood Brown with Lamar Jackson on here because technically he's top, ten in, he's top 10 in receiving, though. Brown he's got is. five, he's got five, six touchdowns. His he had a 125 yard game, 113. He's getting 14 targets last week. I mean, no, I agree with you on Marquise Brown. I don't know. I mean, it's not. I don't. It's not really that crazy. I mean, Marquise Brown only has fifty more yards than Mark Andrews at tight end. He's got three more touchdowns, but we're talking about the tight end position, right? Yeah, I'm not talking about like putting him above that. I'm just talking about like I kind of mentioning him. Like, I mean, wait, Justin Jefferson? I forgot about that guy. Yeah, let's talk about Corbin's favorite quarterback in the league, Kirk Cousins. 
He got Justin Jefferson. He made the list. You like that? <laughs> I mean, Justin Jefferson is a beast. I like Justin Jefferson a lot. Those Kirk Cousins, man. Let's see where let's see where Cousins ranks in passing. Kirk He's Cousins 12. is an, Kirk Cousins is an absolute specimen. He's getting it done in in Minnesota. He might have to do a little bit more work because they got to compete with the Packers, but. 1,700 mm-hmm. yards, 13 touchdowns, only two picks. He's on his car to win status, not turning the ball over. That's one of the biggest things in a quarterback for me. I've mentioned it a bunch of times in the podcast, but when I see like really low interception numbers for a quarterback, that's just it's the greatest thing of all time. Like the you know, hardest thing to do is not turn the ball over. Yeah, so. especially the way they're slinging it. I like the Derek Carr one on here, to be honest. You just hate, on, the, you, you just hate on everything Raiders. I don't like the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. I don't have a reason to dislike or like the Raiders. They're kind of like just out there. Because Ruggs, I mean, he really he only has two touchdown catches in only one hundred yard game. Like, how is Dak Prescott not mentioned on this list? That's what I'm thinking. Like, if we're gonna put Henry Ruggs on here, let's put Dak Prescott and somebody else. Like, Like I don't know know who he targets, and maybe that's why because he has Amari Cooper and C. Lamb. C. Lamb has four touchdown passes and more hundred yard games than him, so why are they not putting that in there? I don't, I don't, I don't mind Derek Carr being on there. I guess I don't know. I get what you guys are saying, but I don't. He doesn't really have like a go to receiver. Like I feel like they could have put Waller up here, but Waller's. I would argue missed. I know he missed last week. Yeah, I think like Derek Carr himself probably deserves to be on here, but I guess he doesn't really have like a go to. When I saw I mean, Derek Carr was on there, I already thought it was going to be Waller next to him, and they same, did drugs. Literally. I was thinking about, like, I was surprised. So, I don't know. I guess I can kind of agree with you. I think Derek Carr should be somewhere on this list because he's got to be mentioned because he's been balling. Yeah. And uh, yes, the Raiders are kind of turning it around the last two weeks. They've got W's. I think it is a bit disrespectful to have not Dak Prescott on there, too. I do agree with Dak. I, 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 I agree with Yoli. I think Dak and, you know, you could probably go a number. You can go CD. Or whoever Schultz or whatever, but I think Dak. I think the per, the per people I'd probably remove off of here would probably be. I'm kind of confused about a Stafford Robert Woods, just yeah. because and Robert that's Woods. That's only been recent. They just wanted yeah, to put Stafford was, on there twice. Come on, well, <laughs> they could have put anyone Robert, right there. Robert Woods for the you know first half or three fourths of this year didn't do anything. Yeah, it's Past, only been like the last two or three games he's been putting yeah. up these numbers, like putting up anything. So I think it's kind of unfair. That you already have Stafford and Cup on the list at number at two. Put, yeah, you're telling me that he's like uh, Stafford and Robert Woods are putting up better numbers than some other quarterbacks with their receivers. Nah, dude. Along with putting, you know, the production with Cup, I don't think so. If having Derek Carr on here, like I just, like I just was looking at the Raiders, like wondering how in the hell they did this good. I can see them going John negative. Rude, baby. They're gonna go. Yeah, he's out of there. They're going negative at the end of the year. I can see him going negative at the end of the year. I count their games. Uh, I know there was like a stat where they've gone. They started the season like two and zero for like three or four seasons now, and look at how many times they've ended up in the playoffs. You got the Chiefs, Bengals, and Cowboys oh. three straight games, and then the Raiders, the Chiefs back again, then the Browns, and then the Colts, baby, oh. and then the end of the season with the Chargers. They got a tough schedule. I didn't even throw the Chargers in this discussion earlier when we were mentioning AFC teams with the Colts. Chargers as well. Five, six, seven. They get, I mean, I could see them losing seven more games easily. Tells you how tight the, the, the wild card race is going to be. 
right there. Very, very tough. I feel like I saw some today. They were talking about the the bubble, um, like the AFC teams that were making yeah. issues in the bubble. Well, the thing about the Raiders is they've they've like proven they 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 can beat some of the better. I mean, they beat Baltimore, they beat Pittsburgh. Now after that, their wins. I mean, you got Miami, Denver, and Baltimore game. Wins. You also got to talk about if they. If, I feel like that's a game that if they play each other back and forth. Play, say they play each other a hundred times. Like this could be fifty fifty every time. So who? I mean, that's gonna be. A, know, yeah, right? That's gonna be a lot of. That's the NFL. Though. That was you can a, say that with any match. That was a wild we, OT game. That was. We were, I mean, they still we got the just, W on the board, but. We, Talked about like how like you were like saying like the Colts can win games against like Tampa Bay because they can put teams like Baltimore. Well, the Raiders beat a team like Baltimore. I mean, that's, that's Jackson the hates the Raiders. That's the thing. <laughs> I hate the Raiders. Nothing wrong with it. I hate. I hate a bunch I mean, of teams too. There's this guy. I don't know if you're watching this podcast still because I think I messaged you on the tiebreaker Instagram, but I, you made a bet, right? I, I made the well, it wasn't like shook it on or anything, but <laughs> we made a bet basically that let, let me go back and read it if I can. But it basically was that it was either that the Raiders would Raiders wouldn't make the playoffs. That's what it was. I think it was like a. Well, you need the, the Colts to beat them later on in the season. Now you, <laughs> God, it was, it was either that. Wait, is this I feel part? like I feel like you know raiders could definitely take some uh some big l's the rest of the season though if that's their schedule that's a crazy schedule yeah they have. they have it tough but they have and, they're, they're, uh, the, the games that aren't those they're like should be easy dubs so like it's just they're gonna kind of go 500 at the end of the season which is gonna make that race so hard so right now they have oh, i was on his tiktok live okay that's what i was on and he was talking i he said i said something about how who do you think the Colts will be this year? He's like, Carson wants his ass. He won't make it past four games. Damn, he already wrong. That's, that's literally what happened. And then I was like, I said, okay. I was like saying something, okay, who's like, what's your team? And he's like, the Raiders are going to the bowl or something like that. And I was like, no chance. Ugh. And then I said, how much are we betting for the Raiders to make the playoffs? He said 100. All right, there you go. You're about to lose 100 bucks, dog. I don't know. They could damn near win that division. I wouldn't throw that completely out the window either. Because the way the Chiefs are looking, and I think they're winning. They are leading that division right now because the Chargers were on a bye last week. So they could be playoff division leader, Jax. Fuck out of here. The Raiders are going 8-9 at the end of the season. So got it right here. So we can clip this for, what, week 17? You guys will know. All right. Our last thing that we do in our second – Episode of the week is we do our pickums. I'm gonna be honest. I'm in the I'm in first place in the league, just like that. Okay. From third to first, baby. Yeah, for me not picking shit, we'll say that. That's I mean, you can say oh, that, that but you did you miss like fault. you had some picks on that week, right? Yeah, but I missed like seven or something like that. When I got them wrong, anyways, I heard. Oh wait, let's look at the. I had to look at the uh, overall leaders, and this is not the one I'm in. J Money right here. Read read the let's go through the who's leading the standings again. I it's not showing on my screen. Who's first? I'm trying to I'm trying to get into our I don't know how to look into it. Hold on. Uh, I just know we're tied. Your name just oh. comes before corn. Let's go. First place. Tell you that. Couldn't be second. I make a group. I'm in third. I'm eight points below everybody. I missed seven games, so yeah, technically, I would have been under everybody anyway. Snooze, so. you lose. Let's go through week eight, though. 
My picks are gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. Ooh. This is this is where I separate from the group. I'm I'm pulling away, Corn. We might be tied now, but better keep up. Go ahead, Jack. Okay. What are you talking about? Sorry. Cardinals Green Bay. A seven seven right now. I'm going. I pick Green Bay. I guess on here. I pick Arizona. Want... Yeah, I oh, pick Arizona. Green Bay missing uh, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard could be could be tough. Don't know why I picked. I do want to say though, it's been a I've seen a lot on Sports Center this week. There, the Packers' record without Devontae Adams is actually extremely good, and I, I'm pretty sure they it might be an undefeated record. So I wouldn't I wouldn't t- I wouldn't put too much into that, but it definitely is going to play a part. But they've been I historically good without him. That thing. Yeah, who do you got, Yoli? I, I'm gonna go with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, man, that man will pull it off somehow. Okay. Next I we like, got. I like the go Cardinals ahead. a lot. So you think they're gonna get their first loss of the season to the Packers? Aaron Rodgers is four and six on week eight. Thanks. It's gonna be tough, but I think the Packers can pull it out. Next game we have the Panthers at the Falcons, a divisional game. This is the the most difficult one to pick, to be honest with you, all week. Mm. Carolina is on like a four game losing streak. They don't know what they're doing. I'm going. I picked Falcons as well. I'm going Panthers. I picked the picked the Falcons. I also saw something on Instagram today that basically their head coach isn't even like sure if he wants to coach. So the the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. Man, they were three and zero. They were on top of the world. What happened to them? I was freaking so confident in them last week, and they ruined so many bets for me because uh, I, I picked them in the pickums at least. They're posing, bro. They're they posing. lost to the Giants. To the Giants. Sam Darnold got Sam benched won. to the Giants. Well, I'm pretty sure he's still starting this week. He is. He is. Might be on that short leash. Put that boy PJ Walker back. I like in. PJ Walker. Next up, um, we have another divisional matchup. The Dolphins at Bills. Obviously, the oh, Bills are going to put up 65 points to four on them. You guys are going to hate me for saying this, but this is going to be one of those games that if, if Miami randomly upsets Buffalo, just don't be surprised. You are, are you confident enough to pick Miami? I'm not confident enough to pick them, but I'm saying this would be one of those. I wouldn't be surprised this was one of those games where like the Jets beat the Titans type shit. So. I mean, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a divisional game. Yeah. They're always tough. Miami's done it before. Tell you that. Who you got? I don't know. I have the Bills. Next, we I have Bill. Yeah, I think they're going to blow them out too. San Francisco at Bears. I picked Chicago. Ooh. I picked San Francisco. This was tough. Is it? San Francisco's bouncing back. Nick Foles no, is playing. Not... They, they determined he's a starter. Are you serious? No, I just lied. My bad. <laughs> I was like, what? I picked Chicago, though. No, dude. Chicago's offense cannot get it together at all. Actually, San Francisco hasn't done much they either. Did pretty well. They did pretty well against the Bucks. Hey, my you guys know I didn't think I'm remember. changing to the what Niners. I don't like how you guys roasted me for that one. I got peer pressure. I'm changing it. NFL's top 10. The NFL's <laughs> top 10. No, I'm going game. Niners. I think Niners are more of a solid team all around. Compared to the Bears. Especially their I defense even... to that Bears offense. Yeah. Yeah. I think Justin Fields is going to get torn up. Why was Debo Samuels not on that list with Jimmy Garoppolo? My question. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo has been hurt. Jimmy G has been hurt. Oh, yeah, Jimmy you're G's right. Yeah. Um, I'm re- uh, Who yeah. you got, Corbin? Uh, San Francisco. 
All right. Pittsburgh and Cleveland. AFC oh, yeah, North, go. baby. Boy. Who you got? So here's Cleveland? The thing. Here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. Uh, the the um, Baker Mayfield wants to play this week against, against the Steelers. And by all means, I'm so happy. Um, oh, you want to tear him up, huh? Least, that man's going to throw three picks. All right. Because uh, he also has an injured shoulder, and he wasn't even sure. Like, they weren't sure if he was going to play this week. That dude is. So you guys I mean, just got to get to him and make him a living hell and injure him more. Yeah. It is mean, Baker playing? He is. I Bro, think so. he, that just Ooh, proves he listens to nothing. He just got done telling, talking about Baker Mayfield. No, I was listening, but then I was. Not listening. <laughs> I was, no, like, I, I heard him. I wasn't listening. I heard Baker Mayfield, and then I, like, Zoned out because I was looking up if Baker Mayfield's playing, and then I'm now I'm coming back. No, but uh, I will say, I mean, if I don't know if Nick Chubb is playing this week or not, but if he does play, that will be a little more interesting. Steelers are coming so off a I bye, think, right? Uh, yeah, I think Browns without that run game really isn't going to do much at all. I picked Steelers. Um, I think Browns without the run game, they have that. Dearness Johnson popped off last week. Yeah, he did. But it's time to see if that was a one-week thing or if he can continue to do it. You know how those go in the NFL with running backs. Well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Nick Chubb's supposed to play. I don't know how much he'll play, but I'm pretty sure he's supposed to play. Who you got in that matchup, Corbin? Um, I'm kind of on Yoli's side. Uh, I have the Browns pick, but if Baker plays, I, I, I might switch it. Which, I mean, if they're saying he's going to play, I might switch it. But I think Cleveland, honestly, right now might be better off just letting Case Keenum play until Baker's 100% back. Yeah. And I honestly don't think Case Keenum's that bad. I mean, he's definitely good for a backup. Jackson, you got I've got, I've got the Steelers one this one mostly because the same issue, I don't think Case Keenum can get it done. Baker Mayfield might play, but also, like, the Steelers – I talk shit about Steelers a lot, but if you really look at the games, I mean, they can they beat the Seahawks, they beat the Broncos, Bills. which are mediocre teams. Beat the Bills but... and Buffalo to start the season. That was wild. Yeah. Was crazy. I would if I honestly, I'm gonna take the Steelers in it, and if you guys are making any bets on it, I would take the under on this game. It's under forty two and a half. Okay. Next up, we have the Eagles Steelers in Detroit. Oh, oh, Who was, was it? What'd you say, John? I was asking. He said the under. Yeah, it's for the Steelers versus Browns. Forty-two. I don't know, but I don't know betting is that under like under forty-two. So basically, if they score under forty-two and a half points, you win. That just means they're projecting Uh, not a lot of offense. Okay. Next up, we have Eagles in Detroit. I think the the Eagles get it done. I think Detroit still stays winless. I think Eagles are gonna get it done. Mm -hmm. I got Philly. Jacks. I'm taking, I'm taking the Lions in the first one this year. All right. MCDC getting a dub in the Motor City? <laughs> start gonna crying. Be, yeah, oh, I, I think the Eagles basically – I don't know how their run game is – or their defense against the run is, but I think they can get it going with Swift and Williams. They really get – I mean, they're getting them going every game, but the thing is, is – Hertz is known for he can make some mistakes, so that's all it's going to take for them to win a game. 
Titans in Indy. On my pickums, I got Tennessee. And my heart, wow. obviously, wow. I got Colts. Listen, if yeah, the Colts yeah, lose and I get the pickums wrong, I'm gonna be pissed. So I, feel I, don't, that. I, feel that. I don't care if I get I the pickums wrong if they win. I got the Colts, baby. I got a pickums I, league to win, son. You know, I like as a you know mainly Steelers fan, but still Colts fan. I like to think the Colts will win this week. Um, I'm trying not to be biased. Or like I'm, I'm less biased. We talked about how uh, this is a big time matchup. This is exciting football. I think, I think, uh, I think the Colts can get it done. Jackson Corn, what do you got on your pickums? I think Tannehill is going to make some costly mistakes. Really going to be need that. Okay. Okay. Next, Bengals at the Jets. I'm taking Bengals by like Bengals, fifty. Uh, I really don't need them. I need them to lose. That was the thing. I know you I do. Really yeah, do. I like the Bengals in this one. Um, Bengals, their defense is pretty good. Uh, they've kept a lot of teams the low points this year, including the Ravens and the Steelers. Uh, they went to OT with the Packers. Wait, is that real? Is that? That's not saying much with the Steelers, to be honest. But um, saying they got the yeah, job done at least. Weird. I mean, Corbin, who do you got? I got the Bengals. Yeah. Rams at Texans. We're all picking Rams. Don't have to talk about it. Chargers. Fun fact about Texas. I want to let it go. Last four games. Only one of those games they scored a touchdown in. That's not good. Chargers hosting the Patriots. Last year, the Patriots were in town, and they won that game 45-0. to Do the Chargers get the revenge, or does Mac Jones' season continue on? Chargers are Mac and the Patriots. I pick Chargers as well. I got Chargers. I got more faith in her. You see the Patriots' last Herbert. games. What, they scored like, what, 52 points well, last the Jets, week? Jets, yeah. Have the Cowboys played the Chargers? Yeah, Dallas mm-hmm. won. That's the game yeah. that Chargers really should have won. They had all the yeah. touchdowns taken off the board. I'm going to pick... Patriots, I believe, are two and zero on the road. I think they're going to beat the Chargers. Ooh, that's a bold one. Jacksonville in Very Seattle. Bold. I'm going Seattle. I think Geno Smith's going to dial it up. Ooh, got Seattle. Jacksonville coming off a W. Wait, who Jacksonville beat? I kind of want to go they with beat, Jacksonville. Uh, who they beat in London, Miami? Um, yes, correct. Jags versus Seahawks. The Seahawks just actually no, I take that back. I'm going. I'm going Seattle. Geona Smith actually played really well. He's a good quarterback. He's a good backup. Yeah. Who you got, Jags? Getting themselves a starting job next year if he keeps it up. With the Steelers, stayed at. <laughs> 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 that's who they. That's who, that's who they're calling. Yeah, I, I mean, think we're pretty down bad right now. So I know. Yeah, I just need a mobile QB. So Geno could get that done. Jax, Seattle, or uh, Jacksonville? Um, I'm going to go with Seattle just because Seattle was running the ball literally every single play. And, I mean, the Jags, it's not like their DBs are doing good this season at all, but, I mean, they're getting beat on the run and the rece- receiving core, so I'm just going to go with Seattle since they're better, all, better overall. Football team in Denver. I'm taking Washington. Denver, just, again, one of those ones that started hot and they're just bad. 
Well, Jerry Judy, I think he might be coming back this week. I need him for fantasy. Yeah, same here. Uh, I don't think he is. It said he's an IR on my fantasy league. He's still IR. Yeah, my my uh, NFL fantasy. It says IR. It says Broncos head coach said Judy Ankle had a good practice Tuesday, so he's practicing, and he has a clearance last week. But Ooh, that's not a touchdown. Who you guys way, got? Guys, uh... Football team or Broncos? That's a tough one, honestly. That's really it's tough. in Denver too. I, I, it's in Denver. I kind of want to go with Washington. That's who I, I think. I think Heineke could get it done. That's why I picked up Mr. Like, Heineke. I got I got Washington. I was a lot higher on Denver at the beginning of the season, but I they've had they're dealing with some injuries. Yeah. And uh, I know Teddy's not a hundred percent. Obviously, you guys mentioned Jerry Judy. Uh, Bob Miller's hurt. Um, but yeah. Who you got, Jack? I'm going with uh, Washington football team. The only game I they've only played two games at home, I believe, and lost the Ravens and they beat the Jets. So no correlation there. Yeah, this is a pretty cool one. The Bucks traveling to New Orleans, little another divisional matchup. I picked the Bucks, but I can see this being a close game. Ball out. Ooh. I got Bucks. Yeah, uh, I, I think I still go five touchdowns on his formal team. But well, I, that means he's throwing I, like seven I, I picks. Say, I think I'm gonna say the Bucks, but I think I could definitely see Jameis Winston leading the Saints to a victory. Corbin, who you got? The you Saints. said Bucks. Yeah, I just I I, I think the Bucks. A lot of people are kind of like have the Bucks under the radar. I feel like I feel like all the I mean, I guess not super under the radar because I'm sure they all got them in their like top three. Yeah, but like they, everybody's got the Bills number one, and it's like, dude, like Tom Brady's not slowing up. Like literally, no sign anywhere of it. And the, and unless, no one's talking about him. Oh, go ahead, Gord. I was just gonna say, let's not forget the defense. We know the defense is good. I mean, oh, it's yeah. the same defense they had last year. No one's talking about and, what. I mean. Tom Brady's he's putting up an MVP year as well. Yes. I feel like he's not getting talked mm-hmm. about as much. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Is that the last game this week? Nah, we have the Sunday night game, Dallas at Vikings. I think there's question marks or if Dak's gonna play. I know he has some finger issues and I think really? he said something about a calf. There's like talks of like should Dallas like even rest him. I think he'll play. I do have the Cowboys picked on here though over the Vikings. Yeah, I think Dallas could get it done. Dallas, Dallas is a very under-the-radar top one. NFC team right now, too. No one's talking about. Dallas is really good, especially after watching Hard Knocks. I mean, they're an interesting watch. But uh, I think Vikings are also a team that could definitely pull it off. If anybody's going to give them a run for the Vikings money, did only lose by one point to the Cardinals. And Vikings are good. They've competed. Solid team. Corbin, they you got? also... The Lions uh, by two uh, points. I got the Vikings. Oh, okay. Is it that? What is it that? Yeah, it's in Minnesota. Vikings are two and one. They're two and one at home. Lost the Browns. I don't know. Depends on the, how the Cowboys defense plays. If they allow big throws, Thielen and Jefferson to get going, they're gonna get beat. Uh, so Tom I think that's getting another pick, maybe. I think they're gonna actually. Have... That's the thing is Trayvon Diggs. I think is the third like allowed. Trayvon, third I said Stephon. Yeah, you're right. Um, Stephon allowed, versus like, Trayvon. Could be a Super be Bowl matchup. Up. Oh yeah. 
The Monday night game, the Chiefs hosting the Giants. This has got to be the Chiefs. There's no way they're going to lose to the Giants. I don't know, man. I hope so. Uh, it's Chiefs. Um, yeah. Chiefs what is your guys' score Vikings. prediction for that? I have 31 18 Chiefs. Yeah. I have 38 24 Chiefs. Then Dallas, Minnesota. I have 27 20 to Dallas. I have 24 Dallas, 27 Minnesota. Damn. Who's going to score the most points this week out of the whole league? LA Rams, baby. That's what I have too. <laughs> Mind I you, guess. the Rams are playing who again? Who are they playing? I'm trying to find Houston. it. Houston. Oh yeah, Houston. Come on. <laughs> I got the Bengals. Uh, it's a solid pick. They're playing um, the Jets. I just want you guys to know, for some reason, on my who will score the fewest points this week, uh, Cincinnati was picked and locked on my account. So. My the my fewest points I have Miami in Buffalo. I think they're gonna score like probably three to six points. Maybe seven. Maybe they get a touchdown. Least is where I have Houston. God, you think they're gonna get smacked by the Rams then? Jeez. Murdered. 